Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to DraftKings Network. A cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Ross Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft podcast, presented, of course. As always, by DraftKings, I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, and you know this, man, five teams, seven years, it was awesome, primarily because it enabled me to get all these media gigs and have all these podcasts, which I enjoy. Starting next week, the Ross Tucker football podcast will be daily, so getting back to the daily grind on that one. My man, Emery Hunt, knows about the grind. Every day is a daily grind for him. He's the star of this show, and he should be, because he knows everything about college football, prospects. He's been very successful in these other leagues and in college football, helping you guys out against the spread as well. Check him out on social media, at FBallGamePlan. On Twitter, I'm still calling it Twitter, uh, until I, until, until... Proven otherwise. Football game plan on YouTube. And no better time than right now to get ahead for next year's draft guide. Footballgameplan.com slash 2024 draft guide. I think most of you know this. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Pretty much every social platform, we are at Ross Tucker pod. As a reminder, this show is really cool because we do three things. We'll talk about the best prospect or two or a prospect that intrigues Emory in some of the biggest college games every single week. And Emory will make his pick against the spread as well. So essentially, what you're getting is three podcasts in one, a college football podcast, a college football betting podcast, and we're giving you some of that love that you want in terms of the prospects Today, guys like Spencer Rattler, Jordan Travis, and more that you absolutely need to keep an eye on. Speaking of keeping an eye on, how about the fact that you can go to these games? It's so inexpensive. You know, the best way to do it, game time app. Emery, people went crazy the last couple weeks sending me emails about all the deals they got on the game time app. Very, very cool. So if you're looking to go to college football week one, some of the games we're going to talk about, man, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you can find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. I had One of you guys emailed me that you got tickets to a Women's Tennis Association event in Montreal for less. I mean, it's unbelievable. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code DRAFT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So again, create an account and redeem code DRAFT for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Speaking of guarantees, I guarantee nobody has better thoughts or takeaways or information from week zero than Emery. Um, I have some thoughts for sure, Emery, from the game I did. But what what stood out to you, if anything, from some of the week zero action? You know, I, I was very impressed with how defensively Notre Dame stood out. Um, and I've talked about this on, on HQ. It was like, it's hard to stop the option. And what was really impressive about what they did against Navy was how not only did they slow down and stop the option, but they limited the explosive plays. The one explosive run came on the first series was like 14 yards. And outside of that, the next highest rush was like 11 for Navy. That's just unheard of. Cause usually there's one or two busted assignments throughout the course of a game where you have like this 50 yard run and Notre Dame outrushed Navy. They went in there and beat Navy at their own game. Like we're bigger up front. We're just going to lean on these guys. We're going to shrink the ball game, force them to get off blocks, force them to make tackles consistently and force them to maximize their own possessions, which then forced Navy to go out there and, you know, try to readjust and go for it on fourth down. They didn't get it a couple times. So now you losing possessions to team that was just leaning on you. So I thought it was a masterful game plan by Marcus Freeman and company and just a fantastic job defensively uh, from their D line and their linebackers really stuffing Navy's run game, which is why that score ballooned to what it did. Well, and remember, Emery, you and I were all over that last week because of the fact that it was the first game and Notre Dame could spend so much time in the offseason, in spring ball, in training camp to get ready for defending the option. That's a huge advantage. You, you got the options really tough when you only have one. I mean, the options always tough, but when you only have one week, it's really tough. And that, that hurt Notre Dame. My favorite, Emery, is Sam Hartman playing well, throwing for touchdowns. All these people on social media, Sam Hartman's good. <laughs> Sam Hartman can play. He's literally been doing this for five years at Wake Forest. It's like, you, you never watch Wake Forest play? It's like, because now he's doing it for Notre Dame, now, now he's good. Now he's really good, Emery. Yeah, I, I hate that, man. It's... it's because, again, it, that bugs me as much as uh, it bugs me when people were saying when preseason started, football is back. It's like, eh, football never went away. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hartman's been good. He's been this dude. And it, it's, this is good. If, if Granted, it's week zero. We won't put too much stock in what we saw against the opponent. But, man, if they're able to run the football like that and all he has to do is do what he did at Wake Forest – it's hard to beat Notre Dame because we still know running the ball, playing good defense, being effective or efficient in the passing game will still get you to the final four. So I'm excited to see how they're able to carry this thing out. And I talked about their schedule and, you know, maybe Duke is the, you know, before you get to Ohio State and all those other games, Duke right there is the one you got to circle because that could be that potential trap game. But I just like what I saw from Notre Dame and how they um, went out there and handled their business and your game actually started with that delay, and then we got a fantastic, entertaining contest. Well, so first of all, uh, that delay stunk, okay? 
Um, you know, I mean, it's already a night game and starting at 7.30, and then we have an hour and 45-minute delay. So we end up starting at 9.15. Not ideal. I'm a morning person. Emery knows this. We recorded this podcast at 7.30 a.m., so not ideal, but I just was crushing Diet Mountain Dew like it was my job. It was an awesome game. I mean, a couple guys stood out to me for both teams, Emery. Uh, For Vandy, they have a couple, like, hybrid DBs. Number one, uh, C.J. Taylor, who plays the anchor position. Number two, uh, Dericky Wright who's like a 6'4", 215-pound safety. And then Taylor's like 6'1", 210, playing anchor, which is kind of like their nickel, strong safety position. I can see either one of those guys putting on some weight and being NFL linebackers, you know, just because of their style of play. Wright had another pick. He He had two touchdowns last year. And then for Hawaii... They were so entertaining. They got some good receivers. Cam Stone, their corner, who transferred over from Wyoming, can play. But their quarterback, Emery, Braden Shager, the run and shoot is back at Hawaii. And he looked good, man. He looks like a baby. He looks so much younger than everybody else. Looks like his face could still be in high school. But he was dropping bombs. That was awesome. Yeah, it was uh, every time I look, because, you know, in the control room, you got like – all the all the games up, right? And I'm just thinking, like, it's it was dope to watch him throw these deep shots that we usually you see the deep shots and then it'll turn into a 50-50 ball. And it it wasn't. It was like why wow, he's putting enough air with enough velocity where the receiver is creating the separation by just chasing the ball. And it was falling right in his arm. Just when you thought uh Vanderbilt was about to take control and maybe start to pull away, here comes another deep ball. Uh, down the field. So happy to see Timmy Chang have success early. So this tells you that Hawaii won't be an easy out like they were last year. They're going to be so much improved and going to be a, a thorn in everyone's side in that Mountain West Conference. Yeah, they, well, they're definitely a lot better. There's no question. I mean, fourth and four, and they're throwing like 50-yard bombs. It was amazing. <laughs> Highly entertaining. Um, let's get to some of the games that should be highly entertaining this upcoming week, Emery. And we'll start with Florida at Utah in the Urban Meyer Bowl. Uh, the Utes are laying six and a half. Remember, this game was at Florida last year. Now the Gators have to travel to Salt Lake City. Does Utah have another tight end, Emery? Well, here's the thing. He was the tight end before he got hurt, which allowed Kincaid to, you know, start, take over, and blossom. You know, Brent, I, I can't pronounce his last name, Kuthi, um, was fantastic for Utah. He gets hurt last year, and Kincaid becomes the guy. And so this one, a lot of people feel like was better than Kincaid. So it's going to be fascinating to see him get back out there and be what he was prior to the injury. So when they had both of them, it was like, oh, this this guy is going to be the truth. And then he going into this going into uh, last season, we we're all excited to see him. He gets hurt, I believe, in preseason camp. Then Kincaid takes over and goes off. Um, but this also is challenging for Florida because you know Graham Mercer star. I've always been a Graham Mercer fan since, since he was in high school. I just like his game, and I think he's going to give them what 
kind of Kyle Trask gave them that one year in Florida where he was going off. Um, they're going to be able to run the football. Their defense should be better. So it should be another competitive game. But Florida has travel issues right now because there's a hurricane barreling down on Florida. Um, and so that kind of throws off, okay, your travel schedule. Do we have to leave on Monday? Do we leave early Tuesday morning when we plan to leave maybe on a Wednesday? You know what I'm saying? So now you have that going up and playing in uh, Salt Lake City. I'm going to lay these points with, with Utah here. It's just a lot of ancillary things going on with Florida because of the, the storm and travel. Then also you got to face the opponent with, who's a Pac-12 favorite. I'm going I'm to lay these points with Utah. This show, by the way, is brought to you by BetterHelp. Big fan of the proliferation of people understanding about mental health issues. And I love the fact that more and more people realize the benefit of talking with somebody. You know, I think pretty much everybody listening, everybody watching on YouTube, you've either benefited from therapy personally or you know others that have, which is awesome. What we need is we need more people that are having issues to give it a try. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash draft today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash draft. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Emery, let's move on to the next game. It's UVA at Tennessee. We've obviously talked a lot um, in recent years about Joe Milton. Tennessee is laying 28 points against UVA. UVA's quarterback, it was that Brennan Armstrong dude for like 10 years, I felt like. Now it's Tony Musket. Who's Tony Musket, Emery? Musket, first of all, has a great quarterback name because he can sling it. He's a gunslinger. Got the musket, gunslinger, it works. But I love Tony Musket because I've called a bunch of Tony Musket's games at Monmouth. He was a starting quarterback at Monmouth, was really uh, doing a great job, and we know how this goes. You do a great job at the FCS level, it's almost like you're playing in this. It's almost like the FBS wants to wait and see you perform first before they come and scoop you up. So a great job by Coach Kevin Callahan and Monmouth doing his fantastic job of recruiting. He has a stud running back that I hope stays at Monmouth. But, again, it, it could be a situation where people come and scoop. But Musket gives them a better quarterback than Brennan Armstrong. Tony Elliott's offense now will look like Tony Elliott's offense should look. And we still don't know about Tennessee's defense, right? We know the offense will score, which is why this point spread is, you know, 28 points. But is the defense improved? History shows that, yes, they can be better. We saw this with USC um, against San Jose State. Now, while they gave up some yards, they really got stops when they needed to. The D-line was harassing Chevin Cadero all throughout the game. 
And I thought that was a step ahead in the right direction. So maybe we'll see the same things here for Tennessee. With that being said, though, this is 28 points. I know we're expecting them to score, but UVA got a better quarterback this year. So I'm going to take UVA in the points here. I think this game will probably end at 24 points or something like that. It'll look a lot like that uh, USC San Jose State game, in my opinion. Um, it'll be competitive because I feel like Musket actually helps out this offense. So expecting Tennessee to run away with this again, like like we saw last year, if Brendan Armstrong's up, absolutely. But this is tough. I'm going to take Virginia in the points. Next up, we've got Colorado at TCU. TCU's laying 20 and a half. Uh, but we're going to talk about Colorado running back Cavassier Smoke. Where was this guy? This guy's name sounds familiar. Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, he was he was at Kentucky. And and this again, you have Cavassier Smoke and you have Alt McCaskill, who was at Houston. So they have two excellent running backs. McCaskill is coming off that injury. Uh, I think he's a, a redshirt sophomore. Who knows? He's however many years he got left, right? With, with this with this whole new era we are in in, in terms of eligibility, right? But Kavasi spoke is going to be the one that's going to give them that that explosiveness, that that wiggle. And when you combine that with McCaskill, that's going to be a fantastic one-two punch to help out Shadur Sanders at quarterback. And this game is going to be fascinating because which TCU team will we see? We saw a lot of talented defenders get drafted or sign undrafted free agent contracts. We saw, you know, two offensive linemen get drafted pretty high. We know Max Duggan was a Heisman finalist. So replacing him is going to be key in what he brought to the table from a leadership perspective. We saw Quentin Johnston get drafted in the first round. So there's a, a lot to replace here at TCU. Maybe this is the best time for Colorado to pull the shocker, right? Um, 20 points does seem like a lot. And we know all the smoke, pun intended, went to Deion Sanders and Colorado for their offseason work on the roster. So, Best believe they're going to come out with guns ablazing. So I think this will be a lot closer than people think. I'm going to, because we don't know enough about Colorado because there's so many new players, right? You can't even watch film of last year, Colorado team and expect, you know, to see what you're going to see out here on Saturday. So I'm taking Colorado and the points, the element of the unknown, and also TCU replacing a ton of pro prospects from a team that got to the national championship game. Wow. That's interesting. You're right. I mean, I don't know how they're even scouting him. I mean, they're they're watching Jackson State tape as much as they can, I'm sure, from a scheme standpoint. But not even because not even from that, Ross, because uh former Kent State head coach is now the OC. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, that guy's legit. Exactly. So what you saw on, in Jackson uh, State. I'm forgetting his name, oh, Lewis, I, I believe. What's that? I think Lewis is his last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Lewis, for sure. So what you saw at Jackson State, offensively speaking, remains at Jackson State. So this this is a hell of a game to scout if you're TCU. What do we look for? Wow. All right. And then we got UNC at South Carolina. South Carolina's getting two and a half. I bet you there's a bunch of uh, pro scouts at this one to see Drake May and to see South Carolina quarterback 
Spencer Rattler, who you love talking about. You love that guy. Yeah, I, I love the way he finished, man, because we all we saw the talent at Oklahoma when he was getting in there um, as a freshman and, you know, throwing the deep ball well. Then it was up and down. We know he lost his spot to Caleb Williams. And then the last four games of last season, because he started out struggling early in the season, he, he just something just clicked for him. And now he's going into the same offense for a second consecutive year, pro-style offense. That's why he came back. Um, and I feel like this is an opportunity for him. What a big stage for him because it's a rival. You know, it's a game against what people presume to be the second best quarterback in this draft class. There's going to be a thousand scouts there. This is setting up for Spencer Rattler to make a statement and not only show you that, hey, South Carolina is going to be a factor in the East, but South Carolina is going to be a factor in this college football playoff picture. But I'm better than Drake May. So, I expect to see the best of Spencer Rattler. I'm excited to see how this game plays out. And South Carolina, I think, will be better this year as well. Despite losing those corners, um, they're going to be better defensively as the game goes, as the season goes on. But right now, their offense, I feel like, will carry this defense. I like this offense. I'm taking South Carolina plus the point. I was about to say South Carolina State. I'm taking South Carolina plus the points here. I like the Gamecocks to actually win this game. Wow. Love it. Nice work, Emery. What about LSU at FSU? It's got to be the marquee game, right? I mean, that's a big-time game, a couple of top 10 teams. And they both have interesting quarterbacks. FSU has Jordan Travis, who I think literally, we say this joking around a lot, I think he literally has been there for seven years. Yeah, we say it, that joking, but I think he really has. I, I believe so, too. And that, that leadership gives him what Sam Hartman gives Notre Dame. I just like the fact that you know, he has now grown into someone that understands the role of playing quarterback and how to lead and knowing when and where to, to run, when to hang in that pocket and deliver a strike, when to take a hit. Big fan of him as a pro player because I feel like he could step in and be somebody's QB2 right now. But this game, and this is why I love this game because to me, this is a true exhibition because I feel like both of these teams will win their respective conference and both will go to the college football playoff which means this game doesn't really count. Whoever loses is not out of the picture because both of these teams are really good. They play the same type of game, LSU's defense. And this is the one thing that people don't understand about last year's game. Howard Perkins didn't play. He played special teams in that opener. So can Florida State block Harold Perkins? We don't know. But it's going to be like hell to pay if you're Florida State because you hadn't seen this type of relentless rusher because if you remember the last game, it was Travis scrambling and picking up those third downs with his legs that changed the game that kept Florida State on the field. Now you place in a Harold Perkins. Does that still happen? I like LSU to win this one. LSU is four deep at tight end, Ross. Keep your ears for the name Camorium Pimpton and also uh, Jackson McGowan, two true freshmen that are legit future stars at the position, along with Mason Smith, Mason Taylor, who's also a star at tight end already played last year as a true freshman. So LSU is deep at tight end. They'll tight end you to death like Georgia will. Speaking of all these bets, uh, that's an interesting point, by the way, you make about this game. If you think both these teams win their conference, it's like a free roll just in terms of public perception. So I forget, LSU or FSU? FSU's getting I'm two taking, and a half. I'm laying the points with LSU. Laying the points with LSU. 
Uh, it should be noted, by the way, all of these lines come to us from DraftKings, which has a ridiculous, ridiculous deal for you guys right now. DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. So excited to see this college football season. Life is more fun when you're listening or watching the College Draft Podcast and you're in on the action with Emory Hunt. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code ROSS. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Emery, let's squeeze one more in here. Clemson at Duke. And Duke's getting 12 and a half points. Let's get to the spread, and then if we have time to talk about a player, we will. Take Duke in the points, man, because Duke had all summer to prepare for Clemson. Duke last year was about five to six plays away from going undefeated. This is a really good Duke team. All these guys are returning, and this is their Super Bowl. If they, if they can pull off this upset, um, which I'm not sure yet, but I do think 12 and a half points is a little bit too much for this particular game against this particular Duke squad with that particular quarterback in Raleigh Leonard. Take Duke in the points. Ooh, I like it. Um, should be a, should be an awesome. I mean, I'm a little surprised that, that Clemson is laying that many. I got Oregon state and San Jose state Sunday at three 30 on CBS. I believe Emory is the only college game around and I high uh, on Sunday, Labor Day weekend at three 30, highly recommend everybody to check it out. Two awesome quarterbacks. Well, you got Oregon State's got a good team, and they got DJ Uyunglele, the former Clemson quarterback, who still has a lot of ability. Again, Chevin Cordero, the Mountain West preseason offensive player of the year, who did some things against Caleb Williams and USC the other night, should be fantastic. Other than that, the keg is kicked. We are all tapped out. Thanks for tuning in to College Draft. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Even Money, and Fantasy Feast, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.